I've definitely dated my fair share of douchebags my time. <laughs> I just get tingly feeling my balls. Ugh, I'm spiraling. Oh my god, tell us everything. Flame emojis, left, right, and centre. Matt loves a bit of goth. And I need affection back. I'm really needy with that. I know I'm jealous. I'm the most jealous person ever. A relationship's like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. HighCity.com for you. I'll be bloody single and alone with 10 cats for the rest of my life. Lie, lie, lie. Hey guys, it's Anna. And Matt. And welcome to our Love Island Season 3 Recaps. Where we'll be unpacking all the villa action and keeping you up to date on all the drama. Things are about to get very juicy in here. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. All right, Anna, it's been a massive week of Love Island this week. Let's jump into it. Let's do it. All right, so episode 13 started off with the girls going out for a girls' lunch. The boys had the villa to themselves, but little did they know that Casa Amor was about to start. Oh my goodness, Matt, what a week. I have some serious PTSD watching this week of Love Island. You know that I did not cope well with this in the villa, so I... I'm feeling for the girls. But in this episode, we start with Mitch and Tina. They're very cute and Mitch prepares a date for them both. Yes, that was very cute in his egg and bacon. (laughs) What are they? Buggy smugglers? (laughs) Budgie smugglers. Budgie smugglers. All right. So Mitch comes out with his egg and bacon budgie smugglers. Yep. And he cracks a joke saying there's a sausage with that. That made me laugh. A little bit of sausage with your eggs and bacon. That was actually good by him. I appreciated that. They are looking very cute now that Emily's gone and they've got a little bit of us time to visit each other. Yeah, I think it's good that she's gone. I think that was a bit of a sensitive topic for them. Tina's trying to play it cool, but now that she's out of the way, they're having romantic dates, they're connecting, and you can see that they are all about each other. Next, the girls get a message saying that they're going to have a girls' day. A secret girls' day. I don't know. Would you find that suspicious if you were one of them? I mean, if I was them and I had watched season two of Love Island, (laughs) I would be extremely suspicious. But they didn't seem to be suspicious. They seemed excited. So they went out for a picnic. The -hmm. boys didn't even notice they were gone. Literally, we don't know how long it was, but they were very surprised when they realised they weren't there. And it was kind of like deja vu because when the boys finally did realise the girls were gone, they all got naked and jumped in the pool. Yeah. Well, this whole episode (laughs) really reminded me, if it isn't broken, don't fix it. (laughs) Because it seemed like a lot was going on the same from our season. Yeah. And then, Matt, we saw the girls in the Jeep beeping and yelling, I'm going to steal your man. Look, I don't know. How would those girls be feeling at sitting at the picnic? You know firsthand what's going through their heads. So many emotions. If you're really invested in a guy, you instantly feel extremely threatened. We see Lexi get emotional. It reminded me of me watching that. And then we see the girls ushered off into Casa Amor, Matt. All right. So then we see the new girls come into the main villa. We do. We have Asia 23 from Perth. We have Taylor 26 from the Gold Coast. Michaela 25 from Sydney. Ruby 25 from the Gold Coast. 
Brianna, 20 from Brisbane, and Audrey, 21 from Brisbane. Matt, first impressions, who would you have turned for? I would have turned for Taylor. She, as you know, is definitely my flavour. She caught my eye straight away. I She's think, stunning. I think I would have been in some trouble there. I did think that actually watching it. I was like, mm, that, that seems like a little bit of Matt. Yeah. If I was a boy in there. <laughs> yeah, if you, who, who's your head turned for, Anna? I, I think Ruby is Gorgeous. Yes, I agree. Like, wow. Like, when she smiles, like, her whole face lights up. I think she's absolutely stunning. She'd be my second, yes. But, I mean, all of the girls are gorgeous. That's not to take away from anyone else. It's a very strong bomb squad, Casa Amor group that they've put in there. And we see some heads turning quickly, Matt. We do. The girls waste no time. They dive straight in. They say who they're interested in. And Ryan... And Nicholas seem to forget all about their couplings, don't they? Courtney and Oh, like Lexi who, Courtney who, never heard of them, don't know what you're talking about. Ryan says, forbidden fruit, this will be the whole forbidden valley and he's not wrong. He's tempted instantly and it just shows that his feelings towards Lexi have been pretty disingenuine and honestly, it's so disappointing to see. I thought he was all in for her. I thought they were going to the end. And my heart's breaking for Lexi right now. Sorry, bro. Once a fuck boy, always a fuck boy. <laughs> we should have we seen it coming, but we gave him the benefit of the doubt and he let us down. All right. So that brings us to the game of this episode. They were playing Truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on this game? We saw a lot in it. We saw toe sucking, everyone kissing, finger sucking, <laughs> stripping. It had it all. It had it all. We see Nicholas having a field day with the girls. We see Ryan having a field day. Taku's having fun. He's in his element. I'm seeing a different side to Taku this episode. And to be honest, I'm not really sure if I'm loving it. Really? Wait, hang on. What? Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm getting a little bit of fuckboy vibes from Taku and I'm a little unsure in this episode. I get it. He's excited. He hasn't found love. He now has all of these girls around him. He's getting involved in the game, but I'm starting to get a little bit worried. But let's jump into episode 14 and see how that goes. Quick shout out to Lexi for saying, where's your head up? Okay, Matt. So in this episode, we see Ryan and Nick's heads fully turn. The girls get evidence from an iPad and these boys are not getting away with this. Mm -hmm. Let's jump in. All right, so this episode starts off with Ryan talking about his bed sharing with Taylor, and I think he was talking a lot of crap. Honestly, Ryan is talking so much shit. I'm so off him. To be honest, I wasn't on him, and I think because I saw the way he was with Lexi and I thought it was genuine, mm-hmm. I kind of thought, okay, I'm going to give him a chance. Benefit of the deal. Now I'm just like, yeah, he's a fuckboy. I mean, he told us he slept with 500 girls, so, I mean, he basically labelled himself a fuckboy. And then we see Ryan kind of making excuses like, oh, Taylor's more mature. Lexi's just like, she's trying to get to my level, but she's not quite there. I'm like, who do you think you are? Like, if you've changed your mind, number one, like, that's okay. But don't make these really mean excuses, kind of throwing Lexi under, being like, she's too young. She doesn't have life experience. Like, that's reminiscent of people from our season when they just wanted to make like excuses because mm-hmm. they didn't like them. Like, Take responsibility for your decisions that you've made. Yeah, I mean, I think he's played Lexi and I'm not happy about it. 
But let's talk about Nick, the next player on our books. <laughs> I am going to straight up say it. Nick just gives me the heebie-jeebies. There's something about him. I don't know. Probably yeah. a really nice guy, but just on to I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's the heebie-jeebies. I mean, Nick is like a kid in a candy shop. He doesn't know where to look, who to pick. He's between three girls at the moment. He's between Brianna, Audrey, and Ruby. He's like, who do I pick? I'm like, dude, these girls are only trying to get with you because they want to stay in the villa. Like, let's let's pep <laughs> that ego down yeah, a little bit. Check it, mate. <laughs> then we say the girls get the lit times, Matt, honestly. The Lit Times are rough. Have you cancelled your subscription to the Lit Times my, yet? My subscription to that was cancelled the first time I got it. But we see the girls get shown Nick kissing. Courtney says he's dead to me. So I like that from her. Yeah, I like a bit of good. self-respect. We're with you, Courtney, on that one. Yeah. We see Chris talking about how he regrets dirty dancing and good on him yeah i mean look i knew they've played it up a bit worse like it's a fair bump play on but Mm. like yeah i i still wouldn't be comfortable if my girlfriend was getting dirty danced on you know what i mean Yeah, and just like you know that they're sitting in another villa by themselves like come on and you knew it was going to get shown to them come on we've all know the game we we all know the show (laughs) and then we see ryan telling the new girl that she ticks all of his boxes and also him kissing her and you can visually see the sadness overwhelm Lexi and it was really sad to see. Yeah, it was. I, it was sad to see Lexi. Okay. I couldn't I couldn't imagine being in her position. But before we move on, I just mm. we have to talk about this. Has anyone noticed this before or is this a new thing? Is Ryan a disgusting kisser? Anna, I <laughs> I actually looked away. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, <laughs> he might need to check into some kissing classes because I don't know what was going on there. I mean, I don't know if the girls are enjoying this, but it looks foul. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt. So, Taku. We see him kissing both Michaela and Aisha. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? He's stuck in a serious love triangle, our boy Taku, isn't he? He seems to be acting a little bit naughty. He kisses Aisha, then he kisses Michaela, mm-hmm. asks Michaela to share a bed with him, and then realizes that he regrets it. Like, these poor girls, their heads must be fried. Well, his brain must be fried as well. I'll give him benefit of the doubt. I mean, he's going about it in the wrong way. I think that. If you are stuck between two girls, you probably shouldn't be sharing a bed with one of them and Mm -hmm. letting the other one worry, especially if he got into bed with Michaela knowing that he already wasn't 100%. I just think it's playing with people's emotions. And if someone's coming in as a bomb, it's already a bit of a stressful situation for them to be in. And you don't want to put that extra stress on them of thinking that they're going to be in the villa permanently and then doing a full 180 on them the next day. Yeah, I agree. He should have gone about it in a better way. You're right, Anna. Okay, so then we have a game, Matt. It's called Snaffle It. If they win, they get a party. Any standouts from this game? Uh, the only big standout to me, again, was Nicholas kissing everyone. Yeah. He just he was running through them. Yeah. He did in a candy store. He loved it. He was trying every flavor. <laughs> he really was, and it was just a bit yucky to see. Poor Courtney, but I think she probably deep down knows that he's not a good guy. 
And then that we see the girls get an iPad full of evidence and amen to the Love Island gods because mm-hmm. these girls needed this. The only thing I have to say, though, is Mitch and Aaron have been genuine angels throughout all of this. They have been. And the producers even managed to make them look bad. <laughs> I felt a little bit bad for them. <laughs> I guess they're trying to get the girls thinking, but the girls are smart and they Thanks. realize that they, they see through the bullshit. They're innocent until proven guilty. Let's jump into episode 15, that. All right, so in episode 15, Anna, we see the boys and girls swap villas, so that means the girls get their chance to mingle with some new studs. Okay, let's jump in. We start the episode with Brianna and Nick becoming closer, so that looks like that's going to be a couple. Taku and Aisha, and we have Taylor and Ryan. All right, so tell me about this Taku situation I literally looked away from my screen for half a second and he was with no one. I was like, what happened? I literally, I haven't sent in the group chat with the boys. So what the fuck just happened to Taku? I had no idea. Okay. So we see Michaela pull him for a chat. She's feeling really mugged off, really upset. And I think she's totally within her rights to feel that way towards him. Yes. I think that karma has come and bit Taku in the asshole, Matt. He lives by the sword, die by the sword, my friend. Because then we have Aisha coming over to him saying that she's overwhelmed, everything's moving too fast, and she's having doubts about him. Eek. And then after that, Taku says this is embarrassing. He does. He's very embarrassed. But at the end of the day, like – He's played someone, he's got played, all is fair in love and war, right? Exactly. This is Love Island. What comes around goes around. And I'm assuming that he's probably going to end up going back to Michaela. So I'm kind of feeling a bit bad for her, but, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles. But let's get into the exciting part of this episode because finally the girls get some revenge on the boys. I wish we had the opportunity to do this in my season and I'm so glad that they get this chance. This is very exciting. We see five studs walk into the villa. Tell us a bit about the manor. Okay, so we have Shane, 27, from Melbourne, Sadie, 20, from Sydney, Noah, 23, from Perth, Ben, 25, from Melbourne, and Brent, 24, from Canberra. In just full disclosure, Benny Boy is one of my best mates, so I'm going to try to stay as down the line as possible. He's my boy. Love yeah. him to bits. Yeah. Benny's our boy, but we're staying very neutral. We are going to discuss only what we see, so we're going to call it as we see it. Okay. Let's talk about the boys. So we have Brent, who is Grant Craps brother roll in thoughts on him <laughs> mate you've got your brother's name tattooed on your rib cage i don't know i just thought it was a bit i was like <laughs> oh, i think that's fine i think that's cute it is cute but i i don't know he yeah he says that he doesn't want to be associated with grant but i feel like he couldn't wait to drop it in there oh i feel like he's running at a bit of a disadvantage so i do feel bad for him but mm. in this episode we don't really see any of the girls really head in his direction so it's not looking great for him we then see ben and lexi hit it off now yeah so lexi is 100 percent ben's type i thought he'd go for her 
And it's good to see they've they've actually really hit it off really well, haven't they? He's coming across as like her knight in shining armor. He's saving her from the bad guy Ryan, who's fucked her over, and we're all about it. We are. I hope that she really looks after Ben and realizes how good of a guy he is. Okay, Matt, we then see the OG boys get the lit times. And let me tell you, the banter they have around that was hilarious. It was. They were dropping some really funny lines about a couple of the boys. I was even laughing. Mitch was very funny. It was honestly funny when the boys got a bit worried when they realized that the girls had probably been watching their every move. And then Aaron called out and said, I've got no skeletons in my closet and looked directly at Ryan. I was like, yes, Aaron. Yes. Aaron is such a favorite of mine. Like, He's really come into his own, hasn't he, since that little like drama, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, he started off a bit rocky, but Aaron is literally my favourite boy. Mitch is coming across incredibly well. Chris, he's still like a 50-50. I think he's a good guy. But yeah, as we've said previously, Ryan and Nick are in the bad books. And Taku, for me... I'm a bit on the fence about him at the moment. Thoughts, Matt? Um, yeah, I agree. Ryan and Nicholas have absolutely dug himself in a hole with me. I hate to see it, but mm. it is Love Island at the end of the day. So they're just doing what they've got to do to try to find a connection and maybe they found a better one. People get hurt in the way. I want to talk about Nick because he had some serious double standards when he realised that Courtney would be out in the villa kissing boys it's not okay to have double standards, Nick, and it's really a bad look for it him. It came across as like a very misogynist sort of uh, attitude towards the situation. Yeah, he's talking about how he's lost his head. I mean, really, all in all, the boys are very uneasy and uptight, and I guess they're getting a bit of a taste of their own medicine. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to the girls' game of the night, which mm. was just the producers saying, do this. <laughs> it's it basically the producers being like, we want everyone to kiss who could potentially like each other to hopefully mess things up in the villa. And thank you for that. It left us with some quite entertaining <laughs> stuff. We see Lexi and Benny Boy kiss. That looks like a really hot kiss. Like the way they were kissing looked quite passionate. I've kissed him. He's a good kisser. What? <laughs> Matt, have you? Yeah, probably. Oh my God. <laughs> Matt's dropping bombs left, right and centre over here. Standout moment for me was when Ben kissed Lexi on the shoulder, mm-hmm. the leg and the neck. I thought that was so cute. It was respectful and props to him. A plus. Okay, so Courtney kissed Shane and Noah. Mm. Thoughts on that, Anna? She's she's definitely kissing everyone now and having a go. I mean, she's seen that Nicholas is doing that and she's like, well, two can play at that game. And, I mean, she's almost beating him at his own game. I mean, he had three on the go at one. She's got two. And I'm kind of about it. And then we see the girls do a bit of a happy dance. Lexi and Courtney in the makeup room. It was a nice moment. I'm happy for them. They seem happy. The last thing I want to touch on, Matt, before we move on, is that Lexi's starting to feel a little bit guilty mm-hmm. about kissing Ben. What's your thoughts on this? It just goes to show how much of a good girl she actually is. Mm. She's got a good heart and she comes from a good place. So hopefully she can see the light and realise that Ben is the right guy and not Ryan. Mm. 
I mean, yeah, it just shows how genuine and authentic her feelings were for Ryan. We didn't see Ryan have any sort of guilt in there. No he guilt was, at all. He was full steam ahead. So it's nice to see that Lexi actually did genuinely have feelings for him. But let's roll into episode 16. Okay, Matt, episode 16, Courtney is in a love triangle. Mm-hmm. Lexi is very torn and the boys get a taste of their own medicine. Let's jump in. All right, so Courtney has found herself in a love triangle with Noah and Shane. She's tossing up between the two. Who do you think she should go for? Look, I think that Noah is so cool. He's the first guy in there that I actually think is – a catch. Like, is that mean to say? I mean, Mitch is a catch. Aaron's a catch. But Noah's just so cool. He's just different to the other guys. He has a different vibe to him, doesn't he? A totally different vibe. And by the end of the episode, we see more and more interactions with Courtney and Noah. There's a cheeky little kiss on the dance floor. And then we see them kiss on the couch. He grabs her face. It's such a cute kiss. I'm very intimate. So excited about these two. Mm-hmm. It's definitely made Courtney a lot more tolerable to watch. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they connect well. So you know, there's good vibes, there's good energy, and it's exciting as a viewer because I mean, that's what we want. We want to see one of our OG girls fall in love, and Noah seems to be the guy for the job. Speaking of Courtney, though, we see Nicholas getting so jealous. How out of control are his double standards, though? They are very out of control. It's, it's, I think the word is a misogynist when it's one rule for men and another rule for women. Like, he really needs to check himself. If he's going to go do all that sort of stuff, he has to be willing to let his mm. girl do the same thing. It's no yep. double standards here. Something that really pissed me off about this episode was we see the boys going to Casa Amor. They're meant to be by themselves, but Taku and Nicholas got to have two extra dates. Now, how is this fair? I don't understand the thought pattern behind this or anything. Like, what's like? Obviously, those boys, they must. The producers must have been asking who are you going to couple up with, and they both said they don't know because yeah, remember they were both confused. They were both playing some girls in Casa Amor when they had the new girls there. So the producers must have said, "Okay, who do you feel like you're leaning towards?" And they must have just thrown those girls for them to go on a date just to reassure them so they have somebody to maybe pick. Yeah, but the thing is, Matt, is that's not fair because the girls didn't get that opportunity. So I hate seeing things unfair. And I feel like the producers always sway towards giving the boys an easier run and helping them have a little bit of extra mental clarity. Like where's Lexi's mental clarity when she's confused between Ben and Ryan? She's not getting any. So why do the boys get some? This is true. I mean, I I don't know why. I mean, Lexi's, yeah, she definitely needs some clarity between Ben and Ryan. Maybe put Ryan back in the villa and let's see what happens. <laughs> She's very torn. We're seeing her getting really upset and emotional. She even pulls Ben for a chat, Matt. Let's talk about that. So she pulls Ben for a chat after Ben all day has actually been very cute. We see them do the chin-ups, see him make her some avo and Vegemite on toast. Yeah. He's being a real sweetheart, isn't he? Yeah, he's being very cute. So when she had that chat with him saying that she's just not 100%, I mean, look, from coming from a girl's perspective, I get it. She needs the closure. She can't move on. 100%. She's thinking, are the producers tricking me? Was it a game? Am I jumping to conclusions? But 
the thing that I love most about Courtney is that she takes a hard stance on no bullshit from guys. She says, I know you have feelings, but you have to keep high standards. And I could not agree more with her. Lexi, keep those standards high. We do not want to see you going home because obviously, as we know, Ryan has moved on with Taylor. I feel like there is no chance that she is not going to pick Ben. Like she said, does she want to be with someone that makes her happy Mm. or just somebody that's toxic and not making her happy? Go with who makes you happy. And and the thing is, you'll always find out. and, And if you find out that he was, it was all tricking you and it was the producers, at least Ryan will still be there. Yeah. And then we finished the episode with Shane. He gets put into the friend zone by Courtney. Courtney's made a decision. She is all about Noah and we're very excited to see that progress. But unfortunately, Shane has been left heartbroken. I do really feel for him. That was when he was getting quite emotional. I, I'm mates with Shane, so to see that as well was a bit was a bit hard to watch. Mm. But also, wasn't there two other blokes? I didn't even see them. No. <laughs> what happened to Grant Crap's brother? His he crapped bro- the bed. <laughs> <laughs> He has just absolutely ghosted. And then there was another guy who I think is getting quite a lot of bad publicity online. A lot of allegations being thrown around about him. I can't even remember his name. Sadie, Sadie. He hasn't been there at all. Let me go back through my notes. Sadie, Sadie. Anyway, we don't know him because he's literally not on the show. I think he said one line. (laughs) So Talk about a bad edit. Well... Okay, Matt, next episode, we are getting to see the final choices. I'm on the edge of my seat. I cannot wait for this. I can't can't wait to sit here and discuss it all with you. So until next time, guys, catch you later. See ya.